Welcome into the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Overtime coming at you for the next two hours right here on Fan Run Radio. Jake Miller, Davis Rangy, producer Matthew, intern Bryson. It is a big, big weekend for sports in general. Tennessee baseball starting tonight at 8 o'clock. Some breaking news right off the bat. Tennessee baseball transfer Mally Ahunia is ineligible to play this weekend. Transferred to the Vols from Kansas and is still waiting on his eligibility to be cleared. So my question is, how do we have all these other guys that have transferred that are eligible to play and all of a sudden, Maui Ahuna, not eligible? Well, why wait till literally, what, two hours for the game? And you've had since July or something like that to get it sorted out? That's my exact think, thinking. Like, how long does it take to get somebody's in, uh, eligibility? Like, and it should not take. Brew McCoy now. Yeah. Maui Ahuna. Yeah, it should yeah. not take eight, nine months plus to get somebody's eligibility figured out. Right. Of course, they play tonight at eight. Then they play Grand Canyon tomorrow at eight. And then Sunday, we play UC San Diego at two o'clock. Should get us out of there in time to watch the Daytona 500. Tennessee basketball also traveling up to Rupp, traveling up I-75, take on Kentucky tomorrow at 1. Big sports weekend. It's a pretty uh, quick turnaround. I mean, I didn't realize that we played at 1 o'clock till about a few hours ago. But, I mean, after a huge game Wednesday night, I'd assume they – I would hope that they got the day off at least Thursday, maybe go in there and get some shots up. And then yesterday they probably scouted for Kentucky, went through scouts and – practice a little bit but then you hop on the bus today and go up i-75 and you got to get ready i mean at least if the game was like tomorrow night or something you have a little more time to rest but uh, you you have no time man you have a quick turnaround so another uh, huge game tomorrow yeah obviously uh we opened up as two and a half point favorites but um they're without cj frederick and wheeler it sounds like they were without wheeler last time we played them but cj would I he mean, had 18 on us yeah he shot yeah. the lights out so that's pretty big what the hell is going on with Seville Wheeler? He hasn't played like all year. It feels like they don't like him. Yeah, they really don't. Yeah, that's. What, I mean, he's coming off the. Was he coming off the bench last season too? He's our starter last that's what year. I thought him and Ty Ty Washington, yeah. but usually their front court or back court. How that was? Is he just injured all all year? Or what's exactly going on? Uh, I don't know. But the last last game they played against Mississippi State Wednesday night, they played Sheep. Their starting five was Sheepway Top and. Antonio Reeves, Chris Livingston, and Casey uh, Wallace. And Casey uh, Wallace had a terrible game, one for thirteen from the field, zero for eight from three. Did have eleven assists, but I would assume he would uh, regress back to the mean, as they say, tomorrow night or tomorrow afternoon. Has anyone seen a line for this game yet? I would expect Tennessee to probably be about a five and a half, two and a half, two and a half is what we yeah. opened it. Yeah. yeah, two and a half. Yeah. You know, if I need to stop betting on Tennessee. I don't, I don't know but, how you play that. I, I guess that yeah. means on a neutral site, it's pick them. So they give essentially. Well, hold on. We would be favored by what five, five here? Yeah. yeah. My thing is with Tennessee, the big lines rarely hit. Like Missouri minus thirteen. Yeah, we knew they were going to cover, but then like Alabama was what three? Yeah, we covered we, that. We cover we cover the close lines, but we yeah. don't cover the big lines unless it was like South Carolina, or Georgia. Well, and I think that's college basketball as a whole. Like when I see a spread of more than ten. Unless it's a school like American or St. Thomas, like I stay away from it. 
It's like uh, Virginia was, I think, a 16.5-point favorite against Georgetown last night. Yeah. I think they – What was Purdue favored by last night? Oh, they probably got 10. blown out pretty yeah, much. Probably 10 or something like that. They were yeah. favored by – let me see this real quick. They played Maryland. Yeah, I know they did. They lost by 14. Mm-hmm. They were favored – oh, wow, Maryland was actually favored in that game. Wow. By one point. So they more than covered that. So Purdue's lost three of their last four, all on the road, though. But yeah, it seems not, like it's very similar to us losing three out of four. Yeah, not the best time to be uh, going into a funk, but at least you're doing it now instead of March, I guess. Absolutely. So, I don't know. If I were betting this game, I'd probably take Tennessee to cover. In all honesty, I don't. I just can't get a feel on this game, really. I know it's hard to get a feel on it, but I'm looking at it from the perspective of. You know, Rick Barnes has never been swept by Kentucky. That's true. Even when they come down here and win, we somehow manage to go up there and win. But I think it would be, even if you do lose tomorrow, I don't think it's the end of the world by any means, but if you lose tomorrow and end up seeing them in the SEC tournament, I I think it would be almost as sweet as not sweeter as beating them tomorrow. Just knock them out in the tournament. It's going to be interesting to see. Let's go right to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. TJ, the Kentucky fan, is next. What do you say, TJ? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, how you doing, man? Pretty good. Pretty good, good, good. Hey, look, you know, uh, tomorrow I don't know how it's going to go, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee got the win. Of course, uh, you know, it's been the uh, the motive the past couple of years, actually seven years, that uh, whoever wins first loses second. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised at all if Tennessee gets the win tomorrow. Um, I think the I only exception to that would be probably what 2018, where we won at both places, but then we lost to y'all in the championship. in the championship game. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, so Wheeler is dealing with a leg injury, and uh, per Matt Jones from KSR, he probably is going to be out for the season with injury, uh, which leaves us with one point guard, Cason Wallace. Um, C.J. Frederick actually may play tomorrow. He has a broken rib, um, but that's still obviously up in the air. He ain't going to be able to breathe. Be hard to shoot. Yeah. Be hard to breathe. Exactly. You got to breathe before you can shoot. Exactly. Yeah, so honestly, like I said, I, I wouldn't doubt it if Tennessee goes up there and gets a, you know, 8, 10, 12-point win. Um I'm just excited for it. I really am. I know that, you know, Kentucky's won seven of the last nine. Tennessee, I think, has won seven of the last nine, but have had two bad bosses in between that with uh, two buzzer beaters back-to-back. So I feel like both teams are trying to grab the rope, so to speak, and whoever wins tomorrow I think can go on a really big run into March. I really do. I think tomorrow is going to be the tone setter of a huge momentum beginner going into March. And do you think, TJ, that one of the things that's kind of got y'all kind of off track this year, you're seeing a lot of veteran players, which you've not really seen at Kentucky, really since before Calipari got there. I mean, you got C.J. Frederick, he's been there forever. Obviously, Oscar Sheboy, he's been there for a while. There's a lot of – Wheeler is another one. I mean, there's a lot of veteran players on that team, and that's just not something that he's used to. Yeah, definitely. I think it started with the COVID year. Um, 
you know, obviously everybody had to go through it, no excuses. But he also started recruiting differently that year. He didn't go after the Zion Williamson, the Anthony Davises. He swung and missed. I mean, the Arkansas or the Alabama guy, um, I forgot his name, the one and done there. The Brandon Miller. Spectacular. Yeah, he missed on Brandon Miller. He missed on the uh, a guy from Arkansas. He missed on a guy who went to Duke. So he hasn't had his players who he's wanted. That's why he brought in all these new coaches and Orlando Atigua, who was a coach who helped recruit Anthony Davis. Um, and obviously you see dividends of that. We've got four of the top seven players coming in next year. Um, so I think get through this year if you're a Kentucky fan. And if next year is the same, all right, let's talk about let's talk about a new coach. But if not, I think he's going to do a lot better. TJ, can you uh, kind of fill me in on the tone or perception around Oscar Sheboy? Because it feels like y'all have taken a complete 180 on on him from last year. Yeah, so there's been some rumors with Oscar. Um, you know, NIL having a big deal with it, but I think from what I have heard. Obviously, I'm not a reporter, but from what I've heard from Matt Jones and others, he's kind of letting the fame get to his head. Obviously, he was the National national Player of the Year last year. He had a big season. Um, and I don't know if you heard it, too, but he had a weird recollection last year before the game against St. Peter's. He, you know, he said God told, talked to him saying that the team was going to go through a tragedy, but he would be the only survivor and, and all that stuff. and. I just think he's let it gone to his head, man. He, Coach Calipari's even said it. You're not in the gym like you were last year. Why did you stop? So, I mean, he's even called him out. I, I think he's letting it get to his head. Didn't he, uh, the whole thing about before the St. Peter, didn't he, like, not ride on the plane and took a bus or something by himself? Or am I yeah, not? so yeah. the, coach, the coaches literally had to physically – getting him on the plane but he didn't ride on the plane he rode on a bus separately uh from the team up to or to the stadium from the hotel in indianapolis to the stadium or or no from kentucky to indianapolis actually um and he you know i don't know man i i'm not saying bob huggins is right about this guy saying that his work ethic is not where it needs to be but at the same time it's definitely not what it was last year that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know about the whole. Uh, I saw it on like TikTok. Epiphany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Epiphany thing, basically. Yeah, I, I I don't know what's going on with him, but you know, again, good luck tomorrow. I can't wait for the game. Uh, Ian I or Ian Eagle and Bill Raftery on the call. In my opinion, I think those are two of the best voices of college basketball. It's a February. Saturday, CBS game. That's the best part about basketball, in my opinion. Good luck. Y'all have a good one, man. Appreciate the phone call, TJ. That's an interesting one. I didn't know about that experience. I had, I had no idea about that. Well, I saw a clip last night. Um, this It was a – I don't know who. It wasn't Matt Jones. It was somebody just saying that, like, they need to realize they need to bench Oscar. I'm like, what? Why would you – I know they say he can't play defense or he can't switch on defense. No help. I mean, I, I mean, the thing is, like, we've seen how dominant he can be on the boards. Right. It was like uh, last year they're saying uh, most of his rebounds were coming from Mints and uh, Ty Ty's bricks, and he would just put them back up. And now that mm-hmm. they're not there, he's not as good. But hmm. I don't know, man. I would 
<laughs> I, I would take Sheepway over any big we have currently. Yeah, but, yeah. Honestly, I mean, I mean, it's just weird to sit here that he had like an epiphany from God and before the St. Peter's game. That that couldn't have been great for team chemistry. No. No, that's uh. I wouldn't say that's how you lose the locker room, but I would say that's how you uh, piss some people off. It's also you have people questioning you, your commitment, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your commitment. Because like, if you have an epiphany where you know like something's gonna happen, it's kind of like, well, and last year they probably thought he was going in the draft anyway. Yeah, so they're probably I, like, well, saying screw did. this team. Yeah. I also heard a lot of rumors. Again, rumors. I'm not breaking news here. Just people on Twitter saying like he wouldn't hang out with the team outside of practice. Some days he wouldn't show up to practice. I don't know, but it just seems like he's kind of doing his own thing. Huh. Huh. Sense a little bit of entitlement, a little bit of selfishness. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of selfishness. Today is Michael Jordan's 60th birthday. Got to give a happy birthday to the greatest that's ever played the game. Did y'all see the picture of uh, LeBron's kids sitting on? Or sitting courtside, both of them are wearing Jordans. While LeBron is out there proclaiming that he is the goat, hmm. but his kids are wearing the shoes of the goat. Interesting. What did you it's say? All, I mean, he never said he was the goat after that game. Shaq tried to make him say he was the goat, but he said, "I'm not going to say I'm the goat." I see. Shaq said, "I would be saying I'm the goat if I broke the scoring record." Hey man, he said he would take himself against anyone, which I mean, he has the right to say that. What do you What do you want him to say? Nah, I suck. <laughs> hey man, I don't know. I don't care. Congratulations. Happy birthday to Michael Jordan. Hopefully you get over the gondis or whatever you have. The liver failure. What are you mad, ain't it? You big mad. Do you start getting senior discounts when you're 55 or 60? 60. Well, congrats to him. That's when you can get the senior coffee at KFC. Yeah, congrats. They have have coffee at KFC? News to me. Actually, I don't think they do. I did go by there today. I got one of the snack wraps. Oh, the thing that we saw on the commercial the other day? Yes, that I said looked absolutely incredible. Yeah. From where? KFC. KFC. Yeah. How how was that? Pretty good, man. Have you felt it yet? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Not a fun experience. I bet. But it was good. Huh. The famous bowls are my favorite at KFC. It's also Jim Brown's <laughs> birthday, too. <laughs> they said last night it was like uh, the top ten most unhealthy foods, and like the KFC bowl was like number two or something. And the, Probably because it's just a big old bowl of mashed potatoes with cheese and gravy. The and triple chicken. Whopper was one from Burger King. Well, mm. I could see that. Yeah, Whopper, Whopper, Whopper. <laughs> 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 oh Lord, you a Whopper guy? I like. I mean, I, I'm not a big. I, I don't. I, I don't get the Burger King hate. It's all right. I'm not. I would never turn it down. Uh, the chicken fries are, are where it's at. Yeah, those are pretty goaded. I haven't been through a Burger King and feels like years. He's a big Long John Silver's guy. I am not nowhere near Long John Silver's, man. I'm allergic to Long John, Long John Silver's. I don't even think there's one. I think everyone should be. I don't think there's one in like 100 miles of anywhere. I can take you to a Long John Silver's if you want to go to a Long John Silver's. I don't. I'll, I'll be sick that day. <laughs> Goodness. Let's go back to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. Phil is next. What do you say, Philly? <clears throat> Jack Snake. Philly. Uh, you know you ought to call the show the four horsemen since you got four in there now, right? Oh, absolutely. My hand's kind of cramping up with my thumb going towards my pinky right now, Phil. Well, it sounds like uh, 
Y'all get hungry talking about KFC and Long John Silvers and all that good stuff. I'm actually opening a bag of Cheez Its right as you said that. <laughs> well, they're not bad either. Yeah, it didn't help Matthew brought his dinner with him. Yep. Bought my dinner well, to the eating, eating while he's working is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, I allow that here, Phil. Really? Yeah. Y'all do any drinking while you're working, too? Well, Phil, you know, there's uh, certain rules that we have to follow, but uh, what you do after you get out of here is none of my business. Well, I thought that uh, show after the game sometimes sounded to me like some of them drinking. Uh, is that true or false? Well, there's a reason they called him Drunk Dave. Are we going in tomorrow? Phil, I'm actually kind of confident about this one. I mean, it feels like every year with Kentucky, with the exception of 2018 when we beat them both times, it seems like even when they come down here and win, we always find a way to go up there and pull out a W. Well, we can get out rebound by 20 like we did down here. Uh, that's what killed us. They, I thought that Kentucky wanted it more than we do. We got to go up there and want it more than they do. And I mean, that's the big thing, Phil. I mean, you can't let Oscar Sheboy dominate the boards like he did when he was down here. I mean, Uros, he had 19 points that game, but he only had three rebounds. And it's because Oscar Sheboy was down there just battling out and getting every rebound that he could. Yeah, Kentucky had 39 to our 21 rebounds and 10 to our three offensive rebounds that game. You think a walk is going to play more in this game? I would hope so. I hope he does because I would like to see him rough up Sheboy a little bit. I think he's the only one that can. I don't think Uos can match. He's not him. big enough. Yeah. Yeah, Caldwell. I mean, if he gets just nine or ten points, I'll be happy with that because you, you know, he can't. You know, beggars can't be choosers when you're talking about Camwell. Hey, you're he not had, wrong. He had two points uh, last time they came up here. Mm. What did he shoot? What did oh. he shoot for the field? He shot three shots. Uh. So. We're really best thing to do to him is just uh, throw the ball up at the rim, let him go up there and uh, you know dunk it. Uh, it's, it's better play than him getting the ball and on, you know hold it and then throw it away or like a very unathletic JP Prince. You just throw it up there and he just go get it. I don't, I don't need to see uh, Olivier face up anymore trying to hit a mid range. I don't need to see that anymore, man. <laughs> don't need to see it. <laughs> Well, he's going to come down the guard play, though, uh, as much as uh, – and neither Tennessee or Kentucky are really that good at guard uh, all the way around. I mean, that's that's going to be another interesting thing about tomorrow is does Jamai Meshack – yeah, we're talking about guards. Is he going to have the game like he had the other night? Who do you throw him on? Kaysen Wallace? He's probably the difference maker. Kaysen is. Well, Reeves, Reeves killed us with threes last time we played. Yeah. Reeves or all right, one of the two. I'd probably start him on uh, Casey Wallace just because he's your primary ball handler. Just get out there and let him aggravate him, get yep. scrappy with him. Annoy him. And Toppin hurt us uh, last time, didn't he? What did he end up finishing with? I think he had. Toppin had, uh, he only had five points, but he did have eight rebounds. Hmm. Why was I thinking well, he had 12? Sheway had 15 and 13. Frederick had 13. Reeves had 18 off the bench. That's really where it killed you. Yeah. What did Livingston do? Six points, four rebounds. Hmm. And uh, Casey lost. Did he get double figures? He had zero points, actually. Yeah, he huh. didn't score. So the key is going to be to 
Oh, I just let Sheway get his points and shut everybody else down. I think he win. Just try, just keep attacking the ball to the Sheway because he'll he'll foul out if you keep running pick and rolls on him. What if he and Uro's getting a fight? Uh, <laughs> ooh. Ratings galore. I, I guess you finally <laughs> have an ejection of Uro's, even though he's deserved like fifteen of them. Oh, could you imagine him riling up the crowd after he leaves? Oh man. <laughs> As he's walking to the tunnel, just sitting there aggravating everybody in Rupp. Well, he went up at the stands uh, after the Alabama game, didn't he? He I did. I on TV there. That's what he does. He just loves getting involved with the fans, whether it's with us or with opposing fans. He loves getting involved with the fans. You think maybe uh, once uh, his uh, college eligibility is up that he could be uh... – I can hire him with Sterling Hinton and, you know, damp up the crowd. You know what I mean? <laughs> Phil, you might be onto something there. That's actually not a bad idea. Pearl the Sterl and Euros, man. Sterl the Pearl. Euros out there to let him throw uh, those T-shirts up in the stands and stuff. I mean, it'd be cool. That, might, that sounds like a job for Sterl, Euros, and Joe Milton. Have Joe Milton throw the T-shirts. <laughs> Get Olivier out there, too. Oh, God. Joe Milton will be hitting the banners. So the baseball team has got a guy they're just now finding is is not eligible yet. What the heck's going on? Uh, that I'm really confused by that because it just amazes me, and I don't know why it's always us. I'm sure a few other schools have had this issue as well, but this isn't the first time that Tennessee's had issues getting somebody cleared that's transferred in. You know, we had the issue with Aubrey Solomon, uh, Brew McCoy was another one, Uros even was one of them. Yeah, and now Maui Ahuna is uh, not going to play this weekend. Hmm. Well, that's a – and then uh, Frank Anderson, he's suspended from the last year, isn't he? First game or two? Uh, I think he should be suspended just the first game, right? Sounds right. Who is it? Frank, Frank Anderson. Yeah, just the first one. Then the Cincinnati transfers two games. Oh, that was the funniest ejection. He – I don't think he really got anything out. And then he realized what he had done, and he just throws his head back. He's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just did that. Hmm. <laughs> Well, their lack of discipline uh, caught up with them last year. And that's something they got to uh, reel in a little bit because if you make yourself the the the, the uh, villain, the NCAA will crack down on Tennessee in that tournament. All the referees was against Tennessee. Well, that's exactly what's going to happen. I mean, you can do some of the stuff that they do. I mean, you can have the antics, but you got to know – when you're crossing the line, and when it's time to stop. Time and place. Yeah. Well, I just like the putting the fur coat on. That was pretty cool, you know. And you got Euros wearing one. I mean, I like the daddy hat. That's my that's my favorite. You like the daddy hat? I've got a daddy hat. Really? Yeah. Huh. I guess probably caught the Jake Snake hat, you know. I might as well. Right now I'm wearing a Hooters racing hat, Phil. No, I need to get me one of them uh Davy Crockett hats. You know what I'm talking about? That's what we should do, Phil. In the next live show we have, we're going to have you wear that, and we're going to put a headset on you. Well, I can, I can, I can get on that. That's that sounds like a winner right there. Yeah, we're All trying, right, guys, we're we're trying to make we something happen Kentucky there. And hopefully, Kentucky fans quit calling your show. See you. <laughs> nice. nice. Always taking the shot as he leaves. That's what Phil does. Stay with us. Overtime continues. More fan run radio on the way.
Back here on Overtime Fan Run Radio. NBA All-Star Weekend is upon us. Yes, it is. And I'll probably be able to watch zero of it. And we are not going to let anyone know how those picks went last night. That was atrocious. For y'all, yeah. And for us, kind of. Well, I mean, Giannis, I mean, he hurt his wrist nine minutes into the game after yeah. scoring two points. Yeah, so I appreciate it, Giannis. Um, Ant-Man had 18 in the first quarter, so. Yeah. Paul George uh, had 26. Terrence Mann had 26, but Kawhi did not. Kawhi had 16. Yep. Drew Holiday had like 18, I believe. Yep. Uh, I think Levine hit, possibly. I don't even know. No. No, no. Kuzma. Kuzma went for like six for twenty-one from the field. Booker did not hit. Porzingis did not hit. Aiton did not hit. So did we have one, one hit last yeah, night? We had two. Levine nice. and uh Paul George. There you go. Oh, and Ant. Three. There you go. Oh, okay, well. Three for ten. Yeah. I checked my bet. I was like Mike Collier put good? up a big fat zero last night. Uh what did Rudy Gobert have last 17 night? Seventeen and nineteen. Yeah. Ah, 17 19 against and I uh, still lost. Yeah, against Daniel Gafford. I sure hope he does that. <laughs> Golly. Sorry, Daniel Gafford, but you're not him. Nope, never will be either. You caught one live and you thought it was a Super Bowl. Katie owns you. Yep. We got the Genesis Invitational going on behind us right now. Placed a bet earlier. Placed a three leg parlay. It was Colin Morikawa to win this. I think I got in at plus 750. Parlayed that. With Harrison Burton winning the Daytona 500 and Tyler Hero winning the three-point contest. Did you see that the odds for Tiger bodying hole one was plus 11,000? Really? Yeah. It was like his first round. It might have been the first or second round, but it was plus 11,000 we going to bodie on it. Did it, it hit? It hit, yeah. He got a bodie on the first hole. Oh, man. We missed out on some money. Tiger could not putt today. No, he's not. He had a 74 you know, that's one thing you can't blame the club on. He's using Scotty Cameron just like he has his entire career. Yeah. While we're on the topic of golf and you can't blame the clubs, the Nike clubs. Trash. Oh, you even went to the Wells Fargo Invitational, yeah. and it was like the first tournament that Rory, like when he had first signed with Nike, signed that huge deal, like Nike everything, clubs, shoes, apparel, everything. And you said you could even hear the difference with the ball coming off the face of the club, like how bad it was. Yeah, I had a Nike club for probably three weeks. My uncle gave it to me, and I gave it away after three weeks. It is that bad? Even the balls are bad, too. I don't know. Are they just bad? Like uh, bad clubs? Like what makes them bad? Tireless Pro V1 is where to go, man. I'm a Bridgestone guy. I like Callaway Super Soft balls. Sure. I like Bridgestone balls. Yeah. The E12s. Nice and soft. A tiger handing a tampon to... <laughs> I saw that. That was funny, yeah. He <laughs> I thought it was fake at first. Yeah, he no, out- he handed him a Tampax. He outdrove what, Justin Thomas on, like, a hole or something and handed it to him? Yeah. 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 I mean, a tweet blew up. Oh, it, I guess the dude deleted it because I liked it last night and now it's gone. because he got too much hate for it. So what was the reason for the hate behind it? Misogynist. Or that, that was well, that was one thing I saw. Misogynist because he handed him a tampon as a joke. Yeah, welcome to the world that we live in. So we can't have... Fun. We can't have fun. We can't make jokes. We can't 
say certain things, you can't do certain things, all because someone somewhere who probably doesn't even know how to swing a golf club well, is offended. offended. Yep. And uh, the lady, I know y'all all saw this, but the lady that said we we're mocking John Mechie for having cancer by doing the crane pose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw that. So we we're mocking people who have cancer by doing the crane pose. Some Alabama Karen. That was a reach of hell, by the yeah, way. Yeah, reach by her, but a uh, Jermaine Burden smacking girls in the head is okay, I guess. Oh, you see, he got arrested too. Jermaine Burden got arrested in really? Oregon. Yeah, he, yeah, he got arrested in Oregon. What for? I'll find out. Please find out. I, I'd love to know. Are you sure that wasn't Trayshawn Holden, man? Uh, it was whoever went there. It's it Trayshawn Holden, one Jermaine Burden. Holden, same thing basically. Jermaine Burden should be arrested. He should be. The fact that nothing was ever done about that, I'm sure there's a lawsuit pending somewhere and they're gonna have to settle eventually girl family is probably cooking some up oh you know she deleted all of her social media after yeah. that oh yeah. yeah i mean he uh says treasure hold was arrested on three charges and i'm waiting he was dismissed from the team yeah he was arrested for unlawful use of a weapon menacing and coercion so the menacing charge is a misdemeanor while the other two charges are felonies him and uh A.G. Hall, or however you say his name, the one the Texas, they, I mean, they're both, it seems like any Bama transfer wide receiver just never pans out. I guess Nick Saban can. Judge a character, man. he can judge character, yeah. Uh, I guess, I don't, then why is Jermaine Burton on your team? Yeah. And he's, that's not, he's, I mean, he's, he's, let's not act like he's like some amazing wide receiver either. He's He's mid as hell. Yep. He would not start here at all. No. No. No, he would, uh. He would have Squirrel White, Brew McCoy, Ramel Keaton. Dante Thornton. Thornton's better. Even Nathan Leacock. We haven't seen him play it down I yet. I mean, if, I was going to say, like, he's not even played it down yet. And yeah. He definitely would not have started last year. Oh, no, God, no. No. Not with that. Basically a war chest of wide receivers that we had. I knew something was weird about that guy. When you transfer off Georgia, a team that won the national championship, and you were a starter, like, I don't – there's something off about him. That one's very interesting. A.D. Mitchell, did he not transfer this year too? Texas, because his kid. Yeah. That was his reason. He's a kid in Texas. Uh, nice. You could almost, I mean, you can understand that. Yeah. You can understand that. I think yeah. he has, what, two cham- two rings now? Yeah. yeah. Now he's just playing just to play at this point. Yeah, because, I mean, what, you have to stay in for what, three years, right? I think he, uh, I don't know, he might be a senior. He's been there for a while. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's very interesting. We are about an hour and 20 minutes away from Tennessee baseball being underway. Cannot wait for that. Coming up in the next hour, we have J.L. Still, big NASCAR guy, coming on with us to talk some racing this weekend ahead of the Daytona 500. We're going to take our last time out of the hour here. Stay with us. Overtime continues. More Fan Run Radio on the way. Back here on Overtime, Fan Run Radio, and back to the Big Orange Phillies phone line as we go. Justin is next. What do you say, buddy? What's going on, Jay? Not a lot, man. Big weekend, right? It's a huge weekend. We got baseball, we got basketball, and, of course, we have the Daytona 500. Matter of fact, let me get myself ready. Well, hey, then you got the Elimination Chamber tomorrow night. With the WWE and everything. Oh, boy. 
Yeah, Roman and Sammy. Oh, so boy. He's weaking all around. So, Buddy, I'm about to go full redneck in here. Just get him getting riled up. I know he's probably listening. So. Oh, I'm sure he is. Uh, oh, I'm sure. So did you really put bet on Harrison Burton for Sunday? I put a dollar down on Harrison Burton. Oh. I think so, yeah. I, 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 I think the really, you know, I, I was worried about you there for a second because, you know, he might be a good play for a top ten finish. Yeah, I mean, he's just a sleeper pick that I had. I, I mean, we saw what happened at Talladega last year. You never know what can happen at these super speedways, and especially with this car. I mean, you look at the Daytona 500 last year. If you got in the grass, you were not getting out of the grass because those cars you know, did not know what to do. No, and, and I mean, thankfully, I don't think it's supposed to rain there much this weekend, so, you know, them getting stuck, stuff like that may not be a big issue, uh, but I, I, I am, I'm, I will say this, you're kind of on the right track, it's going to be a Ford driver that wins Sunday. I mean, I'm, Matthew and Bryson have both picked Logano, I, if I'm picking a Penske driver, it's going to be Ryan Blaney, because I, I hate Penske. No, well, and, and, and Blaney's due to win this thing. He is. He's been the. I mean, he's been right there for a lot of these, and of course, you know, it's got to be him. It's got to be Chase at some point. Like, it's got to be one of those two. Those two, probably two of the more popular drivers in the sport. They, I mean, it's their time. No, oh, I, I, well, I, I tell you another one. After watching him last night, you know, if you wanted a long shot, Todd Gilman would be a good long shot. He he was he driving was the hell out of that car last night. Oh, and, and lucky you didn't want it in the fence. Yeah, I mean, I mean just, that was a good job just of him protecting that car. It's like, no, this is a good car. We need this car for Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it is, I mean, that, that's, I mean, really good. The, 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 to me, though, like I told you last night, the biggest shame this thing's that 50 car getting in. That thing's junk. Oh, man, yeah. that, oh, God. Right, so I don't know, I don't know if it was with Mayweather and that deal. He got fleeced on that whole deal because it's just that team is bad. Who's in on that deal with him, Justin? I don't don't really know. They named off crew chiefs and stuff like that, and I didn't know anybody on that list. I I don't know. I mean, he just. Oh, my goodness. It is the Bishop Sycamore of NASCAR. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, my goodness. And and they basically just were able to get a, a. you know, darn near billionaire to buy in on it. So, uh, just for a couple of races, anyhow, because they're weekend warriors. So, yeah, I mean, they, at, uh, at least Michael Jordan went with. I mean, granted, the relationship with Denny Hamlin has been there for years, but I mean, at least you had a partner that's in the sport and knows what they're doing as far as your investment goes. Yeah, of course, Michael exactly. Jordan's there for some of them. Yeah, yeah, he, I mean, I, you know, I've never seen Mayweather at a race. I think I've seen him in a couple, like, not. Obviously, from an owner's perspective, but like as a fan, I've seen him there. Yeah, but since this thing started uh, like last year, or whatever. I mean, he only. I mean, because I think they don't run a full schedule. They go to Vegas, you know, for that race. Obviously, he's living in Vegas, and he don't even go when it's ten minutes from his house. So, I mean, so what? What was the point of that investment? I mean, that's just throwing money away. Yeah. Well, I mean, this guy, though. I mean, you know. Uh, he Floyd, what money him at yeah, this point. So, that's chump change uh, to Floyd. Exactly, exactly. But uh, so I, by the way, I haven't looked. What's the number for tomorrow for Kentucky and us? Two and a half. Uh, yeah, two and a half. Yeah. They're Kentucky. Oh well, that's you know. 
How, how we feeling about that one? Honestly, I think we cover. I think we win. I think we cover. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I've learned. I, not to I mean, I wanted to tell. I, I came close to putting Bama at three and a half. You know, Wednesday night. I'm glad I didn't touch that because you know they got burnt. It's just. I mean, I honestly, even after that Bama win, I don't know if I still trust this team or not. We don't. Still, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised to get blown out tomorrow. Honestly. I mean, well, I mean, like the free throw shooting still bugs me and everything. Like with the Scobie, he, I mean, like the end of the game, he, he was awful there. We shoot uh, so, 73% from the line, good for 134th in the country. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, you're not going to win a lot of ball games doing that. A big man can't shoot free throws. No, Uros cannot shoot a free throw. I mean, that's the thing is, if you want to be in that top percentile, you probably need to be shooting – between 80 and 90 percent it's gonna bite you come tournament time oh it yeah. definitely is because you miss them in the tournament there are no second chances there is no coming back from that but guys how much fun would it be if euros had like a fulkerson game up there oh man he'd be the new hero well it, it, the thing is he, he talks to a whole lot more junk fulkerson ever talked so i mean they, they would literally they they would i mean they'd run him out of town with pitchforks I mean, they'd be so mad at him. So, at least Fulkerson was humble about it and everything else. This guy, I mean, you know, he's he's got a career in the WWE if he ever gets out of basketball. Oh, he'd be the next Big Show or the great Kali. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's can't, that can't wrestle just as big. And everything. So, oh, my gosh. But like I said, I was just going to holler at y'all boys. Like I said, they, uh, I'm fixing you're going to eat. And, I, and, and, and hear my boy JL here in a little bit. So, I, I was tickled to death to hear you got him on the show and everything. So, oh, I'm excited about this one, man. Oh, he, he, he's a great guy and everything. So, and like you know, like I said, me, me and old Tommy, we met him a couple of years ago and went up there to Knoxville. And he, he he's a really good dude, and he knows. And I know some nasty, but he knows way more than me. He, you know, he he can really educate people and everything. He's so, the Gus Manning of NASCAR knowledge. And he, he he really is. He really is. And like I said, he can you know those guys. And he, I, I knew he was a real real fan when he was telling me some of his favorite drivers, because it wasn't the typical you know like Belgian or you know stuff like that. Now he that, he likes a lot of the especially the smaller teams. Oh yeah, big buddies. With, well, I, I, he was really tight with the uh, go fast bunch that Matt Benedetto drove for. Yeah, that. For, Several years, so he, you know, he's really, you know, he's really good, you know, good friends a lot. And then I think with Ryan Sieg in the Xfinity series, so he's, you know, he, he's really tight with them and everything. But anyway, guys, I'm gonna get off here. I'm getting me something to eat and listen in and watch the truck race tonight. So, but I'll, uh, I'll holler at y'all boys later on. All right, sounds good, Justin. By the way, Justin, if you're still listening, go ahead and take Chase Elliott to win the truck race tonight. Ten bucks pays out like eighty. What time does this come on? Uh, a few minutes. <laughs> Good catch, Matthew. I need to. Uh, I need to say show. Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I didn't, hey man, let's say it. Caught yourself. You caught Sorry, yourself. Sorry, man. Yep. Jake's really pushing my buttons in last day before I came back up here about the Parkside Grill tone. I mean, it is what it is, man. That's not true, man. Just love the false narratives. The false narrative. We really need to get a. They need to sponsor us, man. We really push your restaurant out there a ton. 
between producer Matthew eating his pasta during the show from Parkside Grill, <laughs> me ordering my food from there last night. Your tone has gotten softer with him. It's never been rude. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I, I will say, every time I go in there and go to pick it up, there's no one ever at the hostess station. It takes like five, ten minutes for somebody to even come to the front. So, only complaint, but yeah. And I've heard, like, when y'all get there, it's the exact opposite. It's like, he says, thank you, I appreciate it, see you soon. You grab your food, thanks, yep. and just walk out. Yep. Matthew, yep. Food here, thanks. <laughs> Have a great night, yep. 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 Oh, man. So, hashtag free Maui is now a Twitter thing. That is now a thing, free Maui. Yep. I didn't realize uh, some guy put out on Twitter it was like Cade Mays, Byron Young, Euros, Rubicoin, and, and Maui. Like in the last like recent years of people who didn't have, uh, can't get the eligibility done. Well, uh, and the Cade Mays thing, that was interesting just because everybody that was a star player the year before that wanted to transfer, they were immediately eligible, no questions asked. But it was Cade Mays, Aubrey Solomon was another one, Urosh was one. There's been some more before that. Uh, Brew McCoy gave us a scare. I mean, and the Brew thing was a huge thing because, I mean, we didn't know if he'd be eligible or not by the first game of the season, so then that messes up your reps with the first group, and you don't know if he'll be eligible or not on that Thursday night against Ball State. Yeah, you didn't know if it was going to be him or Ramel Keaton. Yeah. Um, Callum Vall tweets out, Paul Skeens, Air Force to LSU, Tommy Tanks, NC State to LSU, Christian Little, Vandy to LSU, Colton Ledbetter, Samford to Mississippi State, Ryan Vanderhee, Kansas to TCU. All these players transferred and played today. Probably hundreds of more examples, but the NCAA sticks it to us yet again. I hope it's not something where Kansas is fumbling the bag like we thought USC was with Brew. Yeah, who was the guy that today that said he was supposed to be at Oregon, but he's at Oklahoma because he didn't fill out paperwork correctly? Oh. Surely to God, there's a liaison that does all this. I just don't understand how, out of all the transfers, I mean, there's probably, what what would you say, hundreds of maybe thousands of transfers in the NCAA baseball this year? Oh, without a doubt. And something else to think about. Like, a lot of these guys, they go into the portal and they never find a new home. Yeah, so they're probably at home right now. Just training and doing something on their own. Probably playing indie ball. It's just kind of weird that this always seems to happen to us. It's very weird. It is very weird. Like, you see it all the time. It's like, okay, this person's transferring here. Turn it on the TV. Boom. They're right there. Okay, well, let's tune into this game. Oh, there's that transfer. Hello, Sheebway. It's a great yeah. example. Yep, from Goes from Dev, uh, West Virginia. Yep. Plays in Kentucky immediately. Mm-hmm. Well, what about, like, all the guys that left here and went to Oklahoma – and then, of course, Colvarez Crouch goes to Michigan State. Toto goes to Alabama. Plays immediately. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Hey, once something keeps happening over and over again, it's not just a coincidence. Nah, they don't want to see the Tennessee agenda thrive. Unless our, aid or our athletic department just sucks at paperwork. That could be a possibility. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's changed. Like, that's the thing. This is three different ADs that this has gone through now. Yeah, yeah what was it? I mean – Victor Bailey from Oregon, remember that? Yeah. He had to set out the entire year. Uh, Euros. Who else? Who's a transfer in basketball that's had to set out or had weird things? Jarnell Stokes. Well, that was just a high school. I don't remember his whole in. thing. Yeah, he basically did what Freddie Buckets is doing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I was leaving that game. We lost there. And this guy was like, hey, you don't want to leave. Jarnell's about to check in. I'm like, yeah. 
Jarnell checked in like two minutes into the game. I was pissed. Like, don't talk to me, man. You're scum. You go to Tiger High. (laughs) (laughs) Tiger High. Well, a one on. uh, Here's a stat for you. What's your stat, Matt? Memphis did not score a single field goal last night in the the final five minutes and 21 seconds and one last night, besides the game winning field goal they had. They got a steal down one with like seven seconds left. UCF's trying to just let Memphis foul them so they go to the free throw line. They get a steal. They go down, lay it up like three seconds to go. Also, the connection on the ESPN went out. So, literally, was you were watching basically yeah. film from 1950. Filmed basically. on a half, half-eaten half peanut shell. Yep. Filmed on a half-eaten peanut shell. Yep, like yep. It, when you go to Texas Roadhouse or Logan, you see the peanut shells on the floor. That's it. That's that, what that, it was filmed That's on. how it was filmed. Jeez. Yep. Absolutely terrible. That sounds awful. Like, that actually sounds pretty dang <laughs> terrible. Here it is. Let me find it. It's like my connection went out. I was watching uh, the New- North Carolina Duke game, and it was coming down to the last second, and I missed the last 10 seconds of it. That's your connection. Looks like uh, 180p. Oh, my goodness. It's on the ESPN Plus app. Yep. Of course it was. Ain't nobody want to watch that junk. Nobody was watching Memphis versus UCF. Nobody at all. That is going to do it for hour number one. Hour number two coming up. Stay with us. It's overtime. It's Fan Run Radio. It is you. Back with more right after this.